The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. I'm Trevor Flynn. I'm Peter Gancy. I'm Ben Haworth. And I'm Jack Newman, and welcome to the Movie Gang Podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about the 2021, I guess it's season one sitcom, WandaVision. Uh, yeah. Uh, living, idealized, suburban lives, superpowered beings, Wanda and Vision begin to suspect that everything is not as it seems. Uh, first episode is January 15th, 2021. Final episode, full release was March 5th. Uh, we were recording this on March uh, 9th. Uh, it's directed by Matt Sharkman. Obviously, this is a Disney Plus uh, exclusive. It is the return of the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, in, during COVID era. Uh, in this case, since- to the uh, much smaller screen uh, that we can all enjoy. Uh, so yeah, I, this is a very interesting. Th- this is a very thing, and it's it's funny to me that the first thing that Marvel comes out. I mean, again, there are. I mean, Marvel has other, had other Marvel affiliated shows loosely, though. I think the Defenders franchise is kind of debunked in some extent and whether or not it's still technically in universe happened in terms of the greater Marvel universe is, is debatable at this point. Although I believe Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is definitely still uh, from the first uh, run of stuff and it's still canon depending on how you look at it. So uh, what we're going to talk about today is about this. I, I do one of the one of the things about it. I do like that the first this is this new Marvel kind of uh, television uh, shot is this is a, a kind of a show here that we're seeing, which is, has like a, an interesting love of television and television history. And just seeing it through the, the veil of this is kind of interesting. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going to toss it over to Peter first as the resident Marvel aficionado of the group. Uh, what did you think of one division? Uh, so to put it short. I loved every minute of it, <laughs> which is kind of to be expected for me. But like, I, 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 there, there, there. I, I will say though, there are definitely, definitely several points that I could say like, okay, that is gives me like slightly bad vibes. That could be changed. That maybe shouldn't have happened. But overall, definitely loved every minute of it because because for me, as both a viewer and someone who is who is fairly familiar with 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 the characters and the stories that they that they, that they were taking that, that they were taking inspiration from it was fun to week to it was fun week to week to kind of theorize where i thought they were going and then be surprised both if i was right even if i was right but 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 also if i was completely wrong i th- i think that's another thing that that's that's one another another aspect that made it a fun ride for me it was being able to talk with friends about what we thought about what i thought was going to happen even like if they if someone asked me like oh what, can you explain this being able to explain it and then decide okay do I think they're going to go that way or not? It, yeah. it was, it was a fun ride for me. Yeah. I've always kind of been on the same camp that like, I actually think that the original television culture of going week to week and enjoying a show. I mean, the show that uh, thrives in that kind of setting is very different from the show. That's more interesting to binge, but I've never been a huge fan of binge culture. Uh, sorry. Uh, sorry. Uh, 
sorry, apologies. Uh, Jenna just texted us. Anyways, the uh, yeah, I, I think one of the things I was just saying is that uh, yeah, as part, generally I'm not a fan of binge culture, and so like I, it's, you know, it was one of those things that really annoyed me when they dropped Jessica Jones, and it was just like, oh, there are all of Jessica Jones is now on Netflix, and I'm like, well, fuck, you know, I'm I'm glad I have all this t- content, but it's it, you know, sometimes it just stresses me out. I know that that's not I'm old apparently because I feel that way, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, yeah, but I, I agree. I I enjoyed especially with a show like this going week to week because you could just sort of like theorize and it's also like what's going to happen and there's also like a lot of comic book basis and it's one of those things too where it also captures that you know television and comics are much like that because like comic to comic and month to month when comics were being released if i don't know how many of you have actually because it's actually a random thing that i actually find that a lot of nerds have never like actually bought piecemeal comics as they're coming out that's like a, a thing that i did when i was i mean i still do that actually i still buy uh, i still buy mostly teen uh, teen titans but like uh i know you can look at me like that peter <laughs> but <laughs> but it's it's uh it's it you know it's one of those things where it's like it's a very different experience just to go week to week to see what's going to happen and and in some ways narratively you get away with more stuff and so i think it's interesting all right let's get a counterpoint up here before we start sounding like uh too happy uh not to throw you into that end but i think you were more meh if i'm not mistaken ben oh yes <laughs> um uh wandavision is tough because going into wandavision i was really hoping that we were going to get uh a break from the kind of marvel continuous storytelling that tends to make a lot of it very uh, mushy is the kind of word i go for where it's like uh, each film sometimes doesn't feel like it's a complete film as much as it is a setup for seven more films i think that's MCU movies at their worst can tend to fall into that. And uh, my hope was that uh, Wanda and Vision would uh, have a different uh, appeal to it, a different kind of storyline. I like the whole setup. And the first couple episodes were really genuinely interesting where we were, you know, in this strange world. And what is this reality and trying to uh, figure out who is responsible. And then it comes all crashing down by episode four when we go to the real world. And we get the worst of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is people in military costumes talking about boring jargon I do not care about one inst. And giving oh. lines like, she's in there, I know, and I'm going to get her out. It, just the worst, on-the-nose, plotty, awful, painful. See, and then I, the problem I, is, after the real world is re- introduced... The show completely loses any sense of trying to do this whole storyline with the uh, with the shows. It, it, it pays lip service to it at the beginning and then barely acknowledges after that. And it just spiraled from there. And then I think episode nine has one of the most awful, awful, awful resolutions I've ever seen that genuinely made me feel queasy and gross. Ben, are you oh. saying you didn't appreciate the like the meta device of of Kat Denning's character watching the show that we're all watching? That that didn't, no, I did, did, that didn't tickle I your brain. Fine. And like the thing is, I'd be fine with those characters coming in like episode seven or eight, and like we 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 rewatch the whole show with the people who were watching the show. I think there's something that could be fun with that. But I think once we were just ping ponging back and forth between these two places. Any narrative tension between the two was lost for me. And I, I was I, just I guess bored. I'm just I guess I'm just kind of shocked on the basis that like not shocked, I guess. I'm uh, sorry. Shocked makes me sound like I'm telling you you're wrong. But like my, my I guess like I found Jimmy Woo to be like 
just very lovable. And I also thought that like, uh, like, uh, like Monica Rambo and like the kid and, and then like Kat Dennings is, I, I love that. I don't, I can never forget. Remember what Kat Dennings character in the Marvel universe's Darcy name Lewis. is. Darcy. Oh, very nice. I, I, Cause Doctor, she's Kat. Doctor I'm sorry. Lewis. I'm sorry. Doctor. She's, she's yeah, Kat Dennings. Like she shows up and I'm like, Oh look, Kat Dennings. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, and, 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 you know, it's fucking Randall Park is actually somebody that I really know and love from, uh, uh, my God. Fresh off the uh, boat. Fresh off the boat. boat. Yeah. Yeah, and also, uh, you know, always, yeah, there's, he also has that, uh, yeah. Anyways, he doesn't get enough roles to be honest with you, but my thing is, uh, yeah, I, I, I thought that he was, I thought that they were quite interesting and lovable and I agree that there's no tension among them and like the bad guy on the outside is just sort of boring. And then he brings out white vision, which is just kind of funny. (laughs) White vision, Apple vision. Yeah, it was it. That was exactly what I thought. I was like, "Oh, Apple Vision." That is exactly. That was pretty funny because it's like that. <laughs> they even had kind of before he gets the spray paint on the factory yeah. line. Anyways, yeah, but I guess like for my for my part, like uh, yeah, one of the things that you're like mostly criticizing is like you know it's one of those things where it's like I'm not I understand it's a criticism and it's it's a thing for you, but this is a lot of like you know kind of like. For me, it's a little bit more of like a genre stereotype of this. Like for you, it's a bug. For me, it's a feature. Like one of the <laughs> things is like watching the interconnectedness of the Marvel Universe is kind of the point at this point. And I agree that you can still have good movies and sometimes that can detract from it. And I'm not going to argue with stuff like Ultron or uh, or like, you know, Justice League or like things with that when the greater weight of the universe crushes the plot of the movie to the point that it's not enjoyable. But I don't think this crushed the plot of this show show and i think from that point on like the connectedness for that is like for a lot of people is going to be a positive i think that it crushed the point of the show i did not understand what the point of the sitcoms was because you wanted to go full i mean I, this is like a this is just more stylistically referential than it is actual like point referential but you wanted it to have like a comment on i love lucy and everything else no, I wanted it to be thematically rich beyond, well, she used to watch shows as a kid. Like, that's all that they really had to bring it up. Each episode did not play with the tropes of the era outside of an aesthetic fun level. It's the same thing we argued about with Wonder Woman 1984, where it didn't use the elements of 1984 and the timeline well enough. And to me, this doesn't actually deal with anything involving her other than, oh, she's probably doing something really bad. And she's dealing with her grief in a bad way. And to me, that's where this show really falls apart is that once we get to the level of lip service stuff, uh, as well as the fact that uh, just so much of what people theorized sounded so much more interesting than what ended up happening. I think that also is an element of we can't blame the show for that, but uh, I guess you can't. Kind of. But uh, I just didn't know what the show wanted to be. I didn't understand if it wanted more to be a setup for Doctor Strange because certainly there's a lot of elements there with Scarlet Witch getting her powers. And I appreciate the meta narrative of, OK, we have the Scarlet Witch rights and full. And so we can make her as Scarlet Witchy as we can possibly make her. She doesn't have to be in a, a hoodie anymore. <laughs> she can look as comic booky and fun as possible. And the new costume is great. And I certainly get the appeal of stuff like that. But that wasn't really the point of the show. The point of the show or the premise of the show seemed to be this exploration of her character and her dealing with Vision's grief through the lens of television. And it was for three episodes. And then it just didn't care about that anymore. And it became another level of 
sword or shield is doing something bad and then there's a villain who shows up and we're going to defeat them in a half-assed you know quick way that has I, I no don't think, interesting I don't resolution think it, i don't think it abandons that plot line entirely like i i do agree with like there's a refocusing at four and i understand how that might bother you but at the same time like you still get the catharsis of like them having kids and i also think that vision is I do think the story becomes more about vision at some point about halfway through that because, and I do think that cause this, again, the comic that they're very much referencing a lot in here is like the vision comic, which is like, again, and this, the kind of the story that they're kind of adapting here a little bit is about vision, like essentially having a home life. It's a very different comic and it's a really good wind up for WandaVision. That and in some ways I actually, my ultimate problem with this show is that, Y'all talk about these comics and I read some of these comics and I read the vision comic because everyone talked about how great it was and it is fantastic. I don't think the Marvel Cinematic Universe ever approaches the level of nuance that the comics have. And I think you guys get excited that it touches it, but it kind of frustrates me that you talk about really interesting stuff like Planet Hulk. And what we get out of Planet Hulk is touches to Planet Hulk and Thor Ragnarok or touches to the vision comic in this and not actually going for it. And I'll just say it right now. My biggest issue with the show is that we have a chance to have a Marvel cinematic hero who did something fucking horrible, which is she brainwashed and get outed a thousand people (laughs) and the characters in it. Give her a, well, they don't know how much you sacrificed. Fuck. No, I'll, I'll agree. That is you. the single worst I'll agree with that was entire show. It, I'm horrible. It, it didn't. Yeah, it was. That was not a fun. That was not a good. And that's what too. frustrates me is like, let's we've had these characters for 12 years. Let's actually do something genuinely intense and try to tell a story that's kind of more ambitious. And there is elements to that. There is parts of them talking about grief, even though. They weren't really characters beforehand. They tried to have an element to it. And that is the one thing I'll say that having a longer story arc is going to be good. I worry about the the um, Hawkeye Falcon show. Minnesota. Not the Hawkeye show. The other one. The Falcon show. Falcon. Um, because Dude, because I, I, I it love sounds you. If like you're, it's if you're, mostly if you're just gonna... a movie split up into... Acts, it's we'll also going to be a movie split up the X. It's going to be a buddy cop film. Like, I mean, I'm sure that's what it's going to be like. And I don't expect more from that. I, I, no, I no, guess no, no, also no. like, I, I guess also this like, this is the I, one I, the only one I expected something from too. And that's part of my disappointment. Uh, all right, all right, all right. I, I understand. Sorry. Well, my, my thought process is I do think that there is an issue of expectations from this. Well, we need uh, to hear from Trevor. Cause I've, I've yeah, I was yeah, about yeah, to say, yeah. does anybody want to hear my general take? Or are you and no, Ned just no, going to take apart the uh, artistic <laughs> merits of the entire Marvel enterprise? Point <laughs> please, no, I'm, please, please. I don't want to, I don't want to do that. Please. I don't want to have that. I mean, it's inevitable <laughs> that we have to do it every time. So it's fine. Um, I really enjoyed having a um, week to week show, you know, again, uh, first of all, and, uh, you know, seeing the Marvel logo every week. It's a novel experience. It's kind of fun. Reminds me of when I used to go to a theater and see a Marvel movie (laughs) Uh, way way back when, (laughs) way back when. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think, uh, yeah. Let, let, the, let, uh, let Trevor talk. <laughs> I know, that's why I stopped talking. I, I think the show is is uh, is hitting a uh, a very hitting us in a very good moment where you know uh, it, it, it having this emotional core about trauma and escaping into popular culture and dealing with grief is all very resonant right now, <laughs> and having it in a week to week format show where we can all speculate about it. I didn't have anybody that was caught up with this show that wanted 
that with me that wanted to speculate about week to Sorry. week. Sorry. But I did. Sorry. It's, it's okay. It's not just you. <laughs> you aren't the only one that failed me. It was also my brother. I mean, but you, you got you caught know, up by the end of it. It's I was fine. caught up by the end of it. You, you know fine. this was me. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I know. Um, so I, I did engage with the speculation a little bit and was probably more informed uh, on this Marvel show than I have been for a lot for like any similarly, uh, I think with maybe probably a lot of people. Um, but I just really latched on to all of that. And um, I mean, with what you uh, expectations is something I talked about with my brother a little bit, too, where he characterized the negative reaction to the show as be like, well, people want it to be fucking the beginning of the X-Men and all this shit. I'm like, no, that's not necessarily where I'm coming from. Although I do think that uh, oh, we'll, we'll get into that. But um, I, I do think that the show really encouraged speculation with all its Easter eggs and it's kind of, um, it's it's what what all of it, it was doing could mean for the wider universe in a way that, that does hurt the emotional core of the story. And, and does kind of lose focus on it. I do think the sword stuff is boring. I think I don't care about Monica Rambo, and I, I don't think I'm not convinced that the show really does. It just feels like set up to me. Um, but I, you know, I think there are good moments, and there's a lot I really like about it. Uh, I, I do think, yeah, the framing device of the of the broadcasts kind of gets forgotten about. Where it's like, where, why was that happening again? I think it was just a framing device. I think that's all it was, and that's okay. Uh, but, you know, there's a, it's a mystery box show and on a week to week speculation with all the nerddom MCU stuff going into it. I think, yeah, it's maybe expectations wise inevitable that 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 can, you know, set itself up for failure a little bit. Um, on the other hand, there are good moments of seeing Wanda and Vision exploring their relationship more. Uh, I, and, and Elizabeth Olsen sells the hell out of it. Uh, even when we do like one of my least favorite things in television or like pop, or like pop culture kind of stuff recently is this like kind of trauma montage episode where we go through all this dramatic shit and it's very one note. And it's like this time and this time and this time. And this is why you're like this because of this thing that happened to you all at once. I didn't, you know, at the point that we got that in the show, for instance, it was kind of like I already knew all this information. This isn't really adding anything. Like, it's important that I'm seeing this, yes, but it's not really expanding on it. It, it was a rare instance where they, ha they like, acknowledged that there were people that are not part of the MCU that they wanted to enjoy this show, which I thought was, like, it was one of the rare things where... It's people that aren't like, caught up on they, the MCU. Yeah. They did not have faith that everybody watching the show was, like, up on it, which is, which is interesting because so. usually... Typically, Marvel has faith in the, everybody. I mean, well, I, just I just to close out my general thoughts before we get back into it, wherever you want to pick it up. I think uh, my overall experience with the show is like kind of ultimately disappointed, very excited up front. I still listen back to the trailer and be like, oh, it's so cool. It's such a cool idea. And like I'm excited every week when I see the Marvel logo. I'm going to get another installment of this this very unique thing that I haven't had for a while. But at the by the end of every episode, about halfway through I, when the please stand by comes up, I'm like, I, I do this. I had this like I perform just like hands in the air mm, kind of like thing ever, that I started to do every week. And it wasn't a positive like emotion necessarily. It was kind of a like, where, where are we going? Like it wasn't the good kind of where are we going? It was the bad kind of where are we going? <laughs> so I, my ultimate take is between those two, I guess. But yeah, we still have lots left to uh, talk about, including 
how I think this show like teases a lot of Easter eggs and stuff and trolls a lot. And I didn't. Yeah. Well, I, I, I got I got to give Paul Bettany. Oh my god, an incredible troll. Oh, <laughs> which is I don't know if y'all know. Right, right. Yeah. So awesome. Paul Bettany. I don't know. don't know. Paul Bettany, when he was doing interviews for the show, said, "I get to work in the last a- episode. I get to work with an actor who I've never worked with before, and I'm so excited." And of course, the Marvel fans going crazy, looked up all these people, and then it became a thing. The most common thought was that he didn't work with Al Pacino, and he loves Al Pacino, and Al Pacino might play Mephisto, because that's funny, because he's played the devil before, and obviously, who wouldn't like to see that? Uh, And then the joke, of course, is that Paul Bettany said he was really excited to work with Paul Bettany. That's what the joke, he was joking that the actor he never got to work with before was himself. (laughs) Which is, which is a good troll. I got to die. It was good. Yeah. Pretty good. I I don't as much. I love Paul Bettany to death, but uh, I, what, uh, I'm not, I'm not impressed by that. I'm not. On top I, uh, that, on top of the Evan Peters thing, I'm just really like done with all of that. You know what Evan I mean? Peters like, thing is super weird because again, I I thought I had come up with such an obvious like, oh, so they're she's gonna be like, I found this ultra no, sorry, this Quicksilver in a different universe, and I brought him here because the Quicksilver here is dead, you know, and then he would be revived, and he's like, ah, where's Magneto or something, you know? Yeah. Well, but the Evan Peters, like the way they, re- the way they reveal yeah, it is like fan service. Ralph Boner, which I was just sort of like, yeah. yeah. No, it, that was, that so was, he was a been. Westview guy, and it's just Evan Peters playing yeah. a different guy? Yeah, Very he's an strange. actor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe he's the actor that plays Quicksilver in that universe, and he just happens to be in Westview Who looking knows? for work, because that it, it, franchise it, it, didn't work out. It was definitely one of those things where it's like... You want to make that work. As but, a showrunner, uh, as a showrunner, you have to know <laughs> that the, the fans are going to question that kind of that kind of casting immediately. You have to be able to kind of preemptively curb curb those kind of expectations before going into it. And to have Evan Peters not even be the Quicksilver that we want, he's just some guy. I see that as like, it's like, yeah, it's like tongue in cheek, but it's also kind of, it, to me, it's also kind of a dick move because it's like, it's not going to, it's literally not going to go anywhere at all. Yeah. And, yeah, and it's, it's a yeah. strange choice. It, it, it's a it's strange weird. choice. It's weird how like they teased a lot of stuff and then the actual like like the actual Easter eggs in this show are actually like very subtle. Like, you know, it's actually it's actually kind of a big deal deal that they have the dark hold at the end of the show. And I know I'm not I'm not going to explain what the dark hold is because Ben's going to accuse me of being affected by comic books. And that's fine. Uh, I I clicked on the dark hold Wikipedia page and that's a great comic cover they have for that one. Dark hold dark hold is some dark shit. Uh, oh, I didn't even mean I I didn't mean please don't put that put don't put that violent that, that don't put that linguistic violence on me sir <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> uh, yeah but it's it's just it's just I don't know I enjoy the setup for that too I think I think ultimately for me I was I, I was thrilled by the ride, which it is, which I, I know that is like a lot of people are going to call that a cop out for some of its structural issues. Uh, I, I'm not going to disagree with you that it is structurally unsound as narratively at points. And I think definitely the ending is weak. And what didn't you like about the ending? 
I thought I thought Agatha was weirdly more horrifying as a nosy neighbor and like a weird sort of way. Yeah, I like, love I, her evil laugh and her being a witch, but she also has like, I don't know, like less to do. Like she once she just goes full evil witch, you know? Yeah, like, I, I also just I've just never been thrilled by the Scarlet Witch's powers, how they look like. You know, it's like Harry Potter managed to make wizardly look fucking cool. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, there is a way to do it. And it's just sort or, of like. Or, 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 at le- or at least Dumbledore and Voldemort certainly did in that one scene. I think I think it was like. Oh, yeah. That what, 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 episode what, five. <laughs> yeah. yeah was, was it was it was it was it the fifth one? Yeah, it was I the mean, fifth one, and they were in the Ministry of Magic. That's yeah, where he makes the giant yeah, yeah. fire serpent. It's awesome, and then like they, they water shoot the CG That's yeah. really good. <laughs> yeah, and you see, and you, and you see him like working with his wand, and he's just like got it the whole. It's like that is yeah. a really good fight sequence, and that's one of those things too. It's like, and it's not like Marvel can't do it. Doctor Strange is really interesting because they played with the physics and everything else, and we literally have reality warping right here. Just mm-hmm. having them fly away, fly around, and shoot beams of red energy at each other is just very boring. Oh, boring. Especially yeah. when she has literally they have control of reality itself where was the rick and morty sequence where we're just like it's like an easter egg per 30 you know seconds i don't know like every second of it is like you know you you know people are going to slow it down and see all these easter eggs but it's reality so it doesn't count like if you have reality altering powers then there's just like no excuse for like you know i don't know maybe maybe that's my criticism is like the opposite direction of bids. I was like, there wasn't enough Easter eggs. It needs to be more comic-y. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Need a million <laughs> Easter eggs. I need to. Yeah. She needs to throw Tony Stark's hat from Iron Man 2 at him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you ass. Oh my gosh. I had to be, I had to figure out the yeah, yeah. That's good. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Sorry, let's I'm, talk- I'm just trying, I'm, I got on a rabbit hole of the, the thing it's even more confusing because i read an interview just now with the director or the creator of the show and they said oh we had no plan b if evan peters wasn't going to play it and i'm like but why <laughs> like now it makes why? it even more confusing <laughs> very strange i don't understand what they're doing there anyways but yes i i agree Ma- magic is now that we're getting very magic-y with with the marvel you know we certainly had some magic with with thanos glove and this is obviously we're ju- we're just saying magic. It's straight up magic. Like uh, it's tough because I think magic on film can be ve- magic fights can be very boring. And I agree. Some of the Harry Potter movies do it very well, and some of them just involve wands. oh yeah they're, yeah yeah, they're yeah. Lasers, lasers at each other yeah and they're I, very I, boring. Ironically, like kind of some of the earlier ones, weirdly, because like the spells do things. It was, it's always better. It's always better when you're just not shooting a beam of light. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Yeah. Too. Like, in the yeah, later do, ones, do like it. everybody yeah. has the Prorian canon thing and, and it's and all I red and green. I appreciate that both of the fights in this one tried to not just end with the guy punch or the guy magic or the lady magic harder, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like vision talk. You know, it's a classic. Who doesn't like a, a robot with a, with a logic problem. It's a joke in portal two that I love. Um, yes. Yeah. Jack, I'm betting <laughs> you like the ship. There's a sign in portal two that, that says yeah. like yeah. logic problems to yell if a robot's trying to attack yeah. you. No, and that's, <laughs> and it is like, a, that was exactly where I was. I did like the vision fight. I do want to make one statement though. I love and, and how the like thing was, was clever, but I agree. It was just very quick. 
I do I do like how like vision is if CG wise because his powers are density. So like it's one of those classic problems with like CG characters of like making them feel dense in the context of the film. And so like I feel like his power set is just designed to just fuck with CG animators. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, I know that they have the budget to do really, really good, but because they're trying to make him look lighter than air, I feel like they fuck with like just his the way his CG looks sometimes. <laughs> Which is I just think always like I feel like vision was and that was the first time again age vision is definitely one of the like he gets hit a little bit because he came in on ultron which is when they started doing way less physical props in all the marvel movies like you know that was i remember that was the first time that like a tony stark's like iron man suit showed up and i was like that's all cg and that sucks yeah like i i I, i'm pretty i'm fairly certain that that during filming he was wearing like like he's wearing some kind of shell but then they but then much like they did for Chadwick oh, yeah. Boseman with 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 Black Panther for Tom Holland and Spider Man, they're wearing a suit, but I they CG over every bit of which it. Which one he told? But basically, he told some of the actor who was thinking about being a Marvel. He's like, "Oh, it's great. You just wear pajamas and you put one thing on you. <laughs> you don't even have to wear the suit." Yeah, and Paul like, Bettany. It's Paul very Bettany clear. Gets <laughs> Paul Bettany. I mean, people joke about it, but it's so fascinating that like his career on the MCU is genuinely fascinating. You know, a voice cameo in Iron yeah. Man one all the way to like, and that's the one thing I'll say is like, it's nice to give Paul Bettany and, and, uh, and, uh, Elizabeth Olsen Olsen a lot of time (laughs) these are great actors and I think they've gotten so little time and Paul Bettany's a really funny actor like it was nice to see him like be like guys I'm not just broody hot dude like remember me in uh, Knight's Tale I'm still that guy like they they have great chemistry they have great comedic timing watching them wear the decades the fucking sweaters when the 70s hit my god oh my god I bought a sweater I bought a I watched this (laughs) show and I went and bought a sweater that happened Katie was like you would look great in that sweater and I was like well I want to look great Katie so I'm gonna go buy a sweater so that's what happens (laughs) yeah yeah I discovered that (laughs) Megan finds Paul Bettany as attractive as I do in the course of this, no. which is also yeah. you know no. worth it. Doesn't do it for Katie. That was interesting to me. I I was actually shocked as well. Like it did it for he does it for me, but not for Katie. It was an interesting point of disparity. Now uh, I always forget her name, but Agnes definitely does it for Katie. Sorry, I don't. Oh, Catherine Hahn. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, great. I feel like she does she's it for everybody. Are we all on the same page here? Great, oh, great, yeah. Catherine Hahn. I'm glad she's not dead. I, I hope they bring her back. And I, I think, I think they will. Like that it was too much best. of a lampshade to be like, I know where you are, and I'll come talk to you. It's yeah, like, that, like, like she, she's she said she said far too many things. And I don't think she'll be in the Doctor Strange movie, but I think it's a case of like. It's when, when we want to bring you back, we got it in the, you know, watching her. It's, it, it's like it's she it, it's like Jack was saying with the nosy neighbor where she's more thrilling when she gets to do that. Watching her react to her fate that she has to go back to playing the nosy neighbor is one of my favorite acting moments in this entire fucking uh, show. Haunting. Yeah, where, where just, she's, just like, she's just too, like, it's fuck. just the most. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it is, it's it horrific. Is, it's it's like horrific. more horrific than it's like at the most compelling like performance of like the paradigm of like the mental slavery that all the people are under is watch and seeing it happen mm-hmm. to a villain being comedic. It's just. Ah, it's it's the best that whole it's the most that scenario pays off for me as opposed to the when she's walking through the town while they're all staring at her moment and Monica gives that dumb line. I'd really want her to say sorry. I don't know. I guess I get that they're not gonna <laughs> forgive her because what she did is unforgivable, but 
And the one thing I'll say is <laughs> maybe they're doing a Dark Phoenixy thing of she'll be like a half villain, half She's not kind of thing. Oh, they're, dude, they that's will. definitely said. That's Scarlet Witch and that's Scarlet Witch in the comics, dude. I mean, Scarlet Witch is always like just she because her power set is so fucked and she's okay. always like, she, yeah, well, exactly. She's she's either in she's either too OP for the story or just like totally yeah. helpless. Like that's that's the Scarlet Witch in comics. That's just how it is because her power set is so undefined. And so like anytime she like beats a villain, it's like, oh, yep, there's out of my ass. Like, you, oh my know, God. That's, you know, that's that's just how her oh is. And though it is better than the ultimate Marvel version of Scarlet Witch when she actually like fucked her brother and then she gets murdered by a robot uh, and it's just that's like what I'm talking thing. about. <laughs> yeah, shit in our billion dollar movies. Man. As, as, as far, like, as this, like Jack holds, Jack holds comics too, too above these Wanda. movies. And I was like, like did, did y'all like, not read Ultimatum? Like, fuck, they, they killed, they killed everybody. I do hope they kind of bring that over from the comics where, where, when it comes to Wanda, if she is needed, people are okay with her. Otherwise, especially now, especially especially after the whole House of M, no more mutants scenario, everyone fucking hates her. Everyone hates her. And like, that's kind of what I want a bit. Yeah. Yeah. It It's also... It's also sort of been already set up in the universe. She was the one that got the straight jacket in Civil War. Like it's, you know, she's she's always been the Marvel shorthand for the dangerous thing of superheroes, which is also like, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, that was. Yeah, I mean, she's supposed to be kind of the fucked up version part of superheroes. And I love how, like, they just don't deal with that. Like, they're just trying to make it okay for the purposes rocks. of the story. But frankly, at the end of it, if they had thrown, I mean, like, rocks, uh, if they had thrown, as, like, as, as I like, don't know, like, fire hydrants or stuff. I don't know why you would throw a fire hydrant. Sorry, I don't I don't know who's got super. Her. What what do, what do people in like communities throw? Well, <laughs> uh, Captain yeah, this probably rocks. Oh. It's dark. Hmm. Yeah, well, and it's also or, it's or, built or, into the name. Or, She's or a witch. Like I wanted, her, I wanted them to like try and like burn her and her fly Monica, away. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what I wanted. So Jimmy, I, I agree with Monica, you guys. Jimmy the, and the, the, the rest the of the town, no, they rightfully hate her. Maybe not going like, after her, but okay. they rightfully hate her. And those, yeah, th- when they those were three though, they were like, "Well, I mean, she was grieving," and it's like, "Yes, but she still took over a town." You fuckers. I love all of you, but still, I I did appreciate that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. I did. I did like Monica's line where she's like, "I mean, I would have done it if it was for my dad." Like that. That was that, and that's accurate. I, 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 I bet if there was like, you know, if you have loved ones like that, you'd probably do some pretty fucked up shit. So I mean, and, and it's, I mean, it's, it doesn't make it okay, but it's like, you know, I, I, I think like giving her a perspective was good for some extent, and they really wanted her to like bear the emotional brunt of that but one of the bigger reason. parts of the mystery box was like is yeah. it the scarlet witch doing this or is it something else and it's really just kind of her agatha is that, just that, there for the ride to like yeah but that, that, you know that's, that's, and it's not it's not really agatha all along as, as much as, as i love slaps, that song as much as i love that beat that song now has its own wikipedia everything was because of wanda like she she was controlling 
everyone's daily lives, everyone's daily scenarios, how 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 the how the world appeared, even which 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 could which could also then lead into the theme songs that that we started to get as the decades went on. So 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 when I, so when I thought back to that song Agatha all along, I thought of it. That's not as much Agatha herself saying it was me, I did it. That was just Wanda in her denial grief saying, "Oh, I'm gonna blame you." Mm. Ah, that's a good take yeah no i i wanted his control of it and and not entirely i i there it's one of those things yeah, it's like, like it's clear that wanda is not it, like, entirely in control of herself in the context of what she's doing right uh, like she says is, the difference is, between me and you is yeah. i didn't do it on purpose which is fine but like take some responsibility for it but she ultimately yeah, yeah. does but you know you still if, if you if you drunk drive and kill somebody you still go to jail you know what i mean like it's not doesn't make you that, does, not that doesn't bad. mean yeah, anything it's not that's not how that's not how like morality works heroes don't torture people. i guess you know you can't what you can't go full trump on her and be like well you did this <laughs> like yeah, I mean, that's just, what about yeah <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's true. That's a good. That's a good line. And, yeah, and, and and I think I think I'm comfortable with the idea of the Scarlet Witch not being a real hero. Like yeah, that's they the point. Like she, she's not in the comic books, and I am happy for them to take it there. Though it's kind of weird the context that like they needed to embrace the evil a little bit more of her being like kind of a wreck and a natural disaster. Like I would have liked that. Yeah, uh, and and it's part of the problem of the series is like again, what is this show? Do you yes, yes, is it a show yes. about grief? Is it a show about? I mean, it's clearly a show about her grief. becoming a problem. Is it? Is it a show about analyzing? You know, resetting no, the new dis- stage distru- of the MCU. No, it's- I mean, it's it, like well, you act. You act like it's not clear that it's about destructive grief, and I was like, that's clear. Then, like, I love you. You can talk about it and act like it doesn't have an emotional core, but it does have. But that. I don't think I'll it's agree. always about that. Oh, no, I think it's no, about yeah. that at the end, but I don't think it's always about. that. I don't even I think, think it's it is- necessarily uh, puts a good period on it, though, because the biggest thing that I really bothered by is that there is a version of Vision still that has yeah. all his memories. That is just yeah. in the wind. And I would want to know about that if it was my dead husband. I don't know. It's just kind of out there until it needs to be addressed again. And we're supposed to forget about it and have Which closure. Is another and I'm like classic. It's, it's interesting now we're in the MCU where we're into that level of comic book thing where it's like, okay, well, he's not really vision, but he died. And then he became a robot. And then he's a second vision. And he's a, but he's, he's not, he's not him, but it's a different, you know, it's like my, we're, my, we're at that level where we I keep mean, bringing people back. You know, yeah, like, well, it, but it, it, it makes it into a poignant thing where they g- go like, well, we've Gamora said goodbye similarly. so many times. I'm sure we'll say goodbye again or we'll do it again. You know, they, they, they comment on it. You know, they, they get there where they acknowledge it and it's, it's lampshading on the one hand, but I, it kind of turns it into a, sort of poignant thing on the other I just maybe if she had had a scene with white vision it would have landed better if I she just I it just feels forgotten about at the end of me I mean I, I, don't know. I, mean, I, I, I guess, Sorry, I, I, guess for, I guess for me I was <laughs> like while I still think that some loose ends should have been tied up I guess for me I'll I'll admit reading the comics I am more okay with it because I because even just reading the comics I I, I have seen how many times they'll they'll put like an almost period to the story but then 
but, but, but then any number of threads will carry on into something else. For example, to, 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 to just give you an example, um, a, f- a few, a few, some, 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 year, some years back, there, there, there was a Marvel event. I, there, there was a Marvel, a Marvel event. I, I think it was called like a, a original sin, and, 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 and so, yeah. and, and so, at the tail end of it, Nick Fury says something to Thor that causes Thor to lose faith in himself, drop Mjolnir because he is no longer because he is no longer worthy. That was left as like a we're going to leave it there for a minute. It doesn't come back up until a bit of time later, when 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 they when they make Lady Thor, Lady Thor a thing, and that carried on into its entire story arc, which was a massive story arc. So I'm so I get so, so like that's just that that's just one example, just of, of many. So I I guess that I guess that's why for me, yeah, I am more okay with them leaving things open because, especially with me knowing, the movies and the Disney Plus shows that are that, that are coming up. I have I I can at least have some I have at least some idea in my own head of where these characters are going to go and where they could pop up. I guess that's why I guess that's why I'm more okay with it. it, it it's 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 certainly a problem because like you could have like more of a period like I this am... is the end. But I I get why they do it. And I think I think for me why it's very frustrating, particularly in a. Mm television narrative format is i think i can accept that a lot more in an mcu film because there usually is an element of you know you got a one person you stop them and then the thing's gonna happen and you know i mean like and and then we're gonna have teases and stuff for the next one ultron's the most infamous with the (laughs) naked bathing thor and stuff but like it's not all that clumsily handled (laughs) the exposition Um, pool (laughs) there's definitely some that are better handled and obviously it's not teasers for the next movie and everything I think for this one, having to just go with it day after day, a week after week after week, nine weeks in a row, even though I liked how it was at first trying to be a very, you know, and, and honestly, even past that, you know, the fact that it had the Robert Lopez and, and, and Kristen Anderson Lopez openings, which are all fantastic. The music. And, yeah. And and uh, yeah, they did all the, the theme song music for every intro and the I, intros were I, perfect and they, they did everything like technical about the show is very impressive the 90s um, malcolm in the middle one man that's perfect it was a really good one um and i watched a very long video about someone trying to find one of the clips from malcolm in the middle is weirdly a good deep dive um but uh uh i lost my train of thought i'll get it back okay I'll pick it up uh, oh, oh, oh <laughs> shit that was quick uh <laughs> nope i lost it again okay uh yeah no i i personally i guess like you know uh, it's this is one of those ones where it's like <laughs> okay, it's it's perspective. It. Okay, Sorry. well I'm not. I'm gonna fucking continue now. Uh, like, it's Rude. Like, oh, I'm, okay, sure. Rude. Jesus fucking Christ. Get on the oh, train. You 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 you're cutting off everybody in this show, and you're like, ah, you Jag, you cut me off once. Mm-hmm. Fine, does mm-hmm. all right. Go ahead, continue, Ben. No, it's fine. I'm just saying that dealing with the the constant teasing and the constant uh, the next time, next time, next time, and then not having that that conclusion at the end makes Mm. it really, really frustrating for me because it didn't feel thematically like like with a television episode, particularly the first ones. I could I wanted to have like a very specific. This is the theme of the episode mixed with a theme of the larger story arc, and it gets to an, an overall problem I have with a lot of modern storytelling where it's like. 
in, in television where it's just like, let's just take a movie and stretch it out. Now, this one, I think, is going to be more of that than like, you know, I think I, I'm pretty certain that Falcon and the Winter Soldier is going to feel like a movie that's split up into, into parts, you know, yeah. where this this but this still had a lot of like there's a reason I think so many people were like, oh, every time that the, the credits started, it's because it didn't kind of feel like a there was a thematic wrap up to that episode then leading into the next one it didn't follow I, that story circle I, nice, I would say you know, comfortable half half. storytelling i would say half and half I, I think half of them have good end points and about the other half don't and it's and there is like there is like definitely a couple of times where i was like oh shit okay, i'm very curious because they've been vague about whether they intended for the show to all be released at once or be episode or be weekly release and it's gonna I'm be very weekly. curious no, I'm saying for WandaVision, if they if they had made it with the intention of it being weekly or all at once released, because they've been. I know they wanted to do what I read. They wanted to do 10 episodes and then they got cut down to nine for budgetary reasons. So maybe that's element. I also know uh, that some of the actors could not come back because of COVID restrictions, which is why right. Kat Dennings is just in one shot at the end right. of the finale. And certain things like that got kind of shuffled and were difficult and that's just something that sucks like i, I yeah. think you can tell like randall park is like in a barn for like half an ep- that episode or so. like yeah, not half but like for a long period of time where i was like okay they could get randall park to leave his home and go to his barn or you know wherever, whatever <laughs> that's, you know. yeah yeah there, there, there's little covid things you're going to start noticing when you when you look real close and that's just life i was like why are we in a bar <laughs> i don't where blame did, the show for that what? at all Me- megan was like what is that hay is it barn why what <laughs> yeah and it's also if you want to see the like worst and saddest example uh, the supernatural Ooh, finale really? is the saddest example from what i've understood oh uh, don't yeah they, they wanted to have this huge like let's get all the characters back i and then i i don't i actually kind of care i'm sorry i mean i actually kind of care I'm watching you, Supernatural. No, I don't oh, want to know it fine. sucks. No, it's fine. I mean, why would you know that I'm watching like a fucking ancient show? It's fine. I was about to say that that's shit still well, on. I'm about to say you, you have how far are you into it? Because you'll forget by maybe possibly by the time you get oh there. My God. Like two seasons? Uh, two seasons God. in? Yeah, so you yeah. have 13 to go, my friend. Yeah, you I, got, uh, yeah, you're not going to remember a shit I said when you were I, 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 I assume I'm told this narrative wraps back on itself just like great, like really great. You know what's my favorite thing about that show's fandom is? There are so many like just ambiences and soundscapes of like sleeping next to Dean or sleeping in the back of the, sure, the Mustang. And it's just sure, like one of those things where I was like, I love it. I love it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, sleeping between the Winchester brothers. I, I imagine like, there's a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lot of ASMR role yeah. play. Oh yeah. The yeah. There's, there's some good, it's, it was one of those things where I was like, I went down a rabbit hole and I'm like, Jesus, this fan is thirsty. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I 15 I, seasons I, brought entirely through thirst. This <laughs> is going to be massive. interesting. I, I kind of want to move. I, I know that we have more to talk about. and I'm not I don't want to crush conversation about it moving on because there's still there's like a lot we haven't fucking covered about this show. But one of the things I'm seeing here and one of the criticisms of seeing coming my way is like it is kind of a, a, an issue of perspective on the show and where you fit in with the Marvel and what you expect from this show. 
Well, I, it's one of those things where it's like I'm hearing a lot of like criticisms of the expectations of what it is. And I'm like, I, I, I agree with it that there's like may, that there's definitely a structurally maybe like a narrative problem with the ending. But like, yeah, there's a structure. There's a structural issue with Iron Man one's ending. And it's just like one of those. I mean, things the where comparison like, is Iron Man two, because that movie sucks because of the MCU. And that's like that would be. the. I don't <laughs> think this movie. Sucks I don't think this show sucks because of the MCU. I think this show has it is able to do its own thing and is kind of strong i mean i don't see it being broken because of the mcu that's the thing that you guys keep saying that i don't i don't agree with because they're not even like this show had the opportunity to go fucking ham with like easter eggs and frankly all they're setting up really is monica rambo and like the dark hold and that's like kind of it uh i don't i don't understand where the narrative twisted to fit in mcu stuff like I mean, I, I, at the very least, I think they told the narrative they wanted to tell. I don't I don't I don't agree with the notion that it's broken because of that. I mean, I, I agree that there is a problem with the ending. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just curious whether or not that might be more budgetary restrictions, because I definitely the biggest thing for me, more than even the structure issue is just like how clipped off at the end it feels, which, again, I think they needed 10 episodes instead of nine. And also, I think also just how the kind of the CG is just like not there for that last scene, because clearly this was like a more budgetarily intense Marvel project than what they usually do. Like the, the period pieces and just a lot of like a lot of CG, but it was it, for me, it kind of looked, it, uh, maybe I'm second guessing it, but I bet this was oh, yeah, expensive was. overall. This, oh, yeah, was a, it was. this was an expensive fucking television show to produce, especially for Probably a television show. Like the most expensive yeah series it's it's up there for sure yeah exactly they have fully produced vision like they they were struggling with that shit for ultron like for a, like a you know for a summer blockbuster where they were gonna make fucking avengers money like the fuck like they they fully represent him here and i think that's uh i think that's i think that's interesting uh i just i just don't think that the mcu is the reason this thing fails and we keep comparing i think the need to compare it to the rest of the mcu is the reason that we're that a lot of people are like getting upset about its structure issue and like blaming it back there but i feel like we've accepted structure structural failures and other narratives and just enjoyed things for like kind of the highlight of the thing that it does and i think the thing that it does do is that it does kind of tell a really good story i do th- I, I, I don't understand how you guys don't think this is about grief but that's you know that's another day's discussion i, I didn't say that oh, i think it's about grief i don't deny it i just don't think it tells that theme very well that's what yeah. I'm saying. i think agatha clipping back in and just yeah I, I think about selfishness and other things and it's like her being grounded to something and i also think the children at the end i think the children like going away that was that was that also, that was good think guys. i'm it, sorry which which one is wiccan is, is billy wiccan or is it tommy the, the tell the, the telepath one not uh, the fast one I'll, 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 I'll just i'll just say that wiccan not yeah the, the one the one who the one who's telepath he can read minds he probably read wanda's mind before before getting blipped he knew what was coming yeah he did. And it's also one of those things where you got to realize that, like, she literally had to let go, which I, I, I you know, and I've, I've been told that some people find that hokey, but I, I, I like that, you know, what she it, literally had to let go of her, her perfect life because, you know, because and that's and, 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 it, and it does a successful job in my in my thought process of blending the her letting go of it for the social reasons is why she does it blending that with also her acceptance of the fact that they're not coming back and like her going through the stages of grief 
And and I do effectively think that starting at denial, essentially, which is like, like, you know, creating this universe is like literally one big denial. I do think that they move her through the stages very effectively in the course of this show, which is it, it kind of sits as like a sort of an arching like back structure to this thing. So maybe like I was focusing on her stages. And so like maybe that structured it more for me, even though like, again, I don't think the ending's terrible. I think it's weak. I think that's the difference. And then I think it's weak because of bad CG and also just probably just like writing restrictions because of COVID. I mean, that's probably my thought process. But like as an overall thing, this is a great show, guys. Like I, I had a really good time. And I think, you know, I, I'm not willing to say that it was better because I went week to week. I think it is, uh, which is probably not a point in its favor because, you know, supposedly like I feel like if you can, you know, I feel like everything's better when you're able to go week to week because you, you know, you, you're able to enjoy like a plot structural issue. Like it's like, you know, we we enjoyed Lost, you know, week to week. And it's just and if you actually look at like even the narrative is and Lost is broken from the first episode. So it's like, I don't know. Uh, Lost I is the original mystery book, which I didn't watch, but that's like the original mystery box show. For that's that's a very relevant. I mean, JJ Abrams coined the term when talking. Yeah, about for Lost. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah he like went movie. to a conference, like you know, after like it's I think a TED it was like talk, the, yeah, yeah. It was a TED talk like after the first two seasons of Lost, and he's like, he literally oh had a God. box with a fucking question mark on it. So yeah. fucking asshole. <laughs> we gave Star Wars to that man. God damn. He it. really, he really wanted to coin that hard. <laughs> yeah, he, really he did. He did. He wanted, it worked. He, it's the worst thing. It worked. <sighs> Let's put some scores on this. Like, the I, only thing I can say about the mystery box is that the Simpsons did it first and funnier, which is, of course, one of my favorite Simpsons joke where he goes, you can have a boat or you can have what's in this box. To which Homer says, Marge, we could get what's in the box. It could be anything. It could even be a boat. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. Simpsons so joke. can I can I be honest? I am like 99% sure that's a family guy joke. Oh, I'm pretty sure Simpsons joke. That's I, I will, I will, I will bet this. money because I feel like I've seen so that recently. It and it's not that I like, I, and, and look, I've got to say this too. I've got to say this too. It's a time. Right. It's a family guy joke. Wow. Uh, I got Mandela affected there. Look at that. Yeah. yeah look at that. <laughs> hey, that's one of the best family guy jokes and I'll it give is. it to them. It's yeah, a good yeah. joke. They have he every once in a while he does like really good stuff. Like son of a yeah. bitch. Good yeah. job. Good There's, job. My, my favorite thing is like every once in a while he decides to be creative this, and family guy, and it's just like you don't expect anything from it. And then it's like, oh yeah, Stewie and Brian get stuck in a vault with a gun and they oh, contemplate suicide for the episode. entire episode. Holy I'm like, shit. what the fuck is this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. That's it's good, okay. That's that's a good job. Yeah, give yeah. it up. Yeah. Okay, let's go ahead and do this. I'm going to start Ooh. with you, Peter. Go Peter, Ben, um, Trevor. All right. Uh, and I guess we're going to do our out of 10 system, which I have no idea what I'm going to fucking score this, to be honest. So um, I guess I'm going last. I will give this a seven out of 10. I, I, I for, 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 for something that was supposed to be our fourth entry into the MCU overall being bumped up to the first, the, for the first thing that we officially see in phase four. I think this was a solid entry. I think this was a solid beginning as to what we could potentially expect or based on how the show went, not expect, not, not uh, subvert ex- every expectation in existence. Um, I, 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 I enjoy, I enjoyed watching Eliz- Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany act as their, as, as their characters. I liked their chemistry. 
I liked being able to watch stuff, being able to watch this from week to week and, and be kind of tripped out by how tri- tri- tripped up by how exact they got, they get every, they got everything from, from, de- from decade to decade. I liked being able to speculate with people and, and my, and myself on what I, on what I thought was happening and what I thought wasn't happening. Um, I thought, I thought we got, I thought we got some amazing visual, like via, via amazing scenes, visual effects, visual effect, effects moments for For example, Ma, uh, Monica becoming photon spectrum, whatever, whatever, whatever they end up calling her. I thought that scene was beautiful. It was fun. It was fun to watch even her coming back like in the, at the beginning of episode, whatever it was, that was fucking wild to me. That was gorgeous of gorgeous, like 10 seconds to open up on. Um, the music was great. I thought, I thought, I thought the cast was great. I, and, 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 and actually being able to, being able to talk with people who didn't like it as much as me, I actually, I actually, that actually also adds to my appreciation to be, to be honest, because it's, it, it, it helps to kind of like point out faults to the show or like potential faults to the show that, that, that I'm, that I may have not seen because I know that I myself am like high up on my enjoyment level baseline like so yeah seven out of ten I, I i really enjoyed this show yeah uh ben where are you at hmm wavering between two so i'll just talk it out and then i'll decide at the end um yeah, I, I think this show one of the big things for me is when i was watching the last episode i was thinking back to the previous like the first several episodes and it was hard for me to connect that they were the same show. I think that's part of my issue is that it just doesn't feel very narratively cohesive. It doesn't feel like a very good show. It doesn't in in, in just a show format as a piece of MCU storytelling. It's fine. I think as part of a larger narrative, it's kind of. I don't know how much it will matter that much. I mean, that's the weird thing about the MCU is who knew that Ultron would matter this much. And they keep bringing back Ultron, which is sort of fascinating. Um, It's like the one I didn't see. And that's the one that I have to keep rewatching, which is hilarious. Um, But uh, you you never know what they're going to change and alter. um, So I can't say for sure what this will matter, but it just didn't feel like it had much there either. And I, I think that is what really frustrates me is, is, I think the Marvel format doesn't work as well when they're trying to have it both ways, when they're trying to have an episodic episode, but this one's the bewitched episode and this one's the Malcolm in the middle episode, but also having to cut back and forth with the sword or shield or whoever's in charge of the time having to deal with, um, you know, this new wrinkle and that new wrinkle. I, I think if it was, more just centrally focused on each episode being about the uh the sitcom stuff get to episode seven reveal all the people who've been watching it the whole time real agatha give us two episodes to deal with that you know stretch it out have it more be narrative cohesive i think it just really falls apart as it goes along which unfortunately because i think there's a lot to like about it i think the actors are all very talented anything that casts uh, Kitty from uh, that 70s show mm-hmm. <laughs> and Fred Melamed from uh, uh, A Serious Man that has an A plus in my book. Bringing Randall Park and Kat Dennings back was really cute. I liked the whole like Avengers of 
the B team, yeah. I guess is the term. Yeah. Like it's kind of fun yeah. to see. Like yeah. I think that's a that's a decent and I would actually like a, a B team show. Like that's a cute idea. I could enjoy a show about, you know, kind yeah. of thing. I love I love um, the magic. The man when he pops the card out. I was like, oh come on. And that's a that's a nice little Ant Man thing. I didn't I totally forgot because best character development on all of MCU. But uh, it was uh, that is nice that they kept it. Um and uh and the, the costumes are incredible and Robert Lopez and stuff. I mean, Disney is not wanting for great, talented people to work on their projects. I guess I just want that talent to be put to something that I find a little more rich. So ultimately, I'm going to get a little bit more positive than I would have. And I'm going to give it a five out of ten. Oof. All right. Uh, Trevor. I was coming in hardcore four, I'll say before this. So I did go up a point. <laughs> I, I don't know why you expect me to pat you on the back for that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm just letting you know. I, I, okay, that, yeah, you are letting me you, know. Okay. You said it was between two. Now we know which one, I which two it. he I was between. I, I, you took me from fuck this to eh, whatever. <laughs> See, that's why we're friends. We can we can move each other. I like I will admit, like I I I I have you have moved me before, Ben. Like I like I will never not admit that you did move me on the original BVS. And um, I'm glad it, that this I am genuinely glad that this show did work for MCU fans like you guys. That is cool to hear. I, like, I, I'm glad I, that, it, that the that show I, format. I, I, I was I'm ready for it to be totally the opposite. I I had no idea how how that was gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, and I, I'm glad that it seems to be working because it's like if 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 we can start to expand the MCU in different ways, then that's not a terrible thing. If I don't think this particular one was a, a successful. Uh, yeah, Trevor, I'm having a hard time. I think because you know you talk about expectations of Marvel and what you know is reasonable for me to emotionally expect from this kind of storytelling and. I was genuinely, like, you know, kind of moved by any scene with Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany. I just, I think, um, you know, and I, I certainly see how, like, the, the emotional core is there as a story about grief in, in terms of people relating to that. I, I understand that. I think there are plenty of scenes for that, you know, they act the shit out of it and, and they sell it. I just, <laughs> I don't know what else I have to say left. It is, it is something about like the episodic nature of it, I think too, where like, uh, you know, I, I, I look back at Civil War and I, I remember like, I'm about to rewatch that one. I'm doing my Marvel movie rewatch. You know, I like these Oof. movies enough that like, I, what? It's a lot. No, no, no I was just it's saying, a Oof, but that's a, that's a big rewatch. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, to just rewatch them all. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, and I remember like having all this negative kind of criticism and being like Civil War, you know, the ideology, wanting more from that. But I still scored that movie an eight because it was a good superhero fight movie. But it was also over <laughs> in, in two hours. <laughs> so I think I yeah, I'm still a little and, and I think the the concept of this was so great and the period i got i did not i was so surprised by how excited i got for the musical motif references back to the later decade tv styles i did not know that that was going to be nostalgic for me i did not know how well that was going to play on me but that that also raised my expectations i think for this particular one um in terms of the opportunity for them to do something really different here so i guess i've mm, 
A 5.5, I guess. I, I really, I really, it's hard for me to sort out because like there's so many good moments. Like even in the last episode, when we get to the ship of Theseus, I'm like all here for that. I'm like, yes, let's, let's, do, let's do this. But then I'm also so frustrated by like what happens immediately after. It is so like back and forth with me on this one. So uh, yes, my, my hopes for like the, the future of the, the television MCU are, are somewhat dimmed after or how like how, how much I was excited for this <laughs> throughout the course of it at certain points. Yeah, I I, I have to bet there's a, there is a and I, and I and I I'm not this is not targeted specifically at you, Ben. You, you brought up the argument here, so I'm going to address the argument. But it is I want you to know it is not like in a targeted attack. This is something that I've seen come up again and again as a criticism of ncu fans because they're like oh you're a fan of it so like you like it i would also counteractively argue no, you, there's plenty of mcu stuff i know you don't like uh, i'm i'm just yeah. genuinely glad you liked it I'm no, glad and, I, and again I'm, I'm reiterating this to say that hey this is gonna sound sassy it's not a targeted attack at you i'm targeting somebody who may have said something on twitter that is much more and that you said the same thing essentially as you but just in a much worse way anyways uh the the thing that i do want to say is by the same token, I do find that critics intensively enjoyed taking down MCU films to the same extent. So I think both sides, if there are sides oh, to be had get, intensively get by the same thing. No, dude, that. you don't even like I know you do. And I hate it in the same way that you're like, well, you like the MCU because you're an MCU fan. No, I've given genuine criticism of the MCU and I don't enjoy it in the same. No, I, I hate it because it's so being, polarizing to be like. Oh, well, yeah, critics exactly. just don't. I, critics just don't. You know, I, I, I'm so, I'm just. Sorry, I have nothing to say to that. I guess. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't I either, do, and and I, I think that they're the same argument. Is my point, and I think that both are invalid arguments. Would be my take, is what I'm saying. I, I'm saying that like I just told you, I'm doing an MCU movie rewatch. Like I, I like them enough that I've accepted them as part of my life now. And like uh, the, the what I get back from you <laughs> to via Twitter is, oh, critics hate it. You're just with the critics. Like it's so. I'm sorry. I Anytime you bring I, Twitter into one of our conversations, this is how I'm going to react. So I. <laughs> <laughs> me having having learned to do twitter for the movie gang podcast and pen and paper and like animania has been like a bad thing that's happened to my life i will agree with that trevor but what what i will counteractively say is just like i don't agree with the notion that more knowledge of the comic book universe makes me inherently a biased critic that's what i'm just oh no dude i i loved like like catching like I intentionally got into like wanting to know what the comic influences on this one were too because right and I I think that's my counteractive things like this is this is like for better or worse it is a mystery box and by extension of there when it's easter egging you like that's the fun of it and it's like one of those things where it is very much so a Disney ride and and in its own way because watching it week to week like I will I, I will put it inside that context and I think that's one of the things like I do think there is like a genre context and genre is a loose terminology for this but i do think there is a context in which this is like a lot of fun and it's one of those things where it's like i'm sorry guys i'm locked up at home and like maybe like i don't have like as many things to look at it like right now but fuck man this is like a taser to the goddamn spine i went in there i had a great fucking time and i'm like Mm -hmm. i don't know what the fuck to tell you about it and i was like i'm tired of everybody telling me oh you're stuck at home and you're over you like marvel too much fuck you i like this this is good (laughs) it was interesting it was about grief it had a thought it had a well thought out plot line and yeah the the end 
the last episode got coveted. I'm not, or the last probably two episode got coveted hard. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with that. I agree with the notion that you guys are bringing up. I'm just disagreeing with the fact that that's that that somehow like means that we shouldn't at least be like suggesting that people watch it because like a baseline recommendation for us is a six. You guys think we shouldn't watch it? Fuck you. You got nothing to do. Everybody should watch this. I'm, I'm really <laughs> close to a six, but I, was- I know, I know, but that's my point. That's my point. Like you guys don't recommend this, and I'm like, that's where I'm like, that's where I'm sitting here, like, you know. What the fuck do you what what series have I not seen that you want to be watching right well, now? And I, I when you bring recommendation into it, it's like, am I going to recommend that you skip this in the in the MCU if you're watching the MCU? Of course, fucking not. You right. know, like that's where. I, right. And that's I, not a recommendation. That's but that's the difference. That's the force of the MCU just having to finish it, which is not a recommendation on your part, which I recognize. That's the point. Now here's like, the question. Would you recommend this to someone who's not that familiar with the MCU? I would recommend it to somebody who likes I Love Lucy. How about that? They would not like this. They show. would like this show. Yeah, that's the first episode. <laughs> I would like recommend it. I would recommend it, and then I would want to be there. How about that? That's <laughs> Things get weird. Yeah, I yeah. And I, the guy I, phases I, through and like, pulls a thing out of the guy's throat, and they're like, "What the fuck am I watching?" <laughs> that would be pretty funny. Like, I have to admit, I always love how like visions. Like, these are the two characters whose powers in the context of the rest of the universe are always so ill-defined. <laughs> like, they literally never, in the context of any Marvel movie explain exactly that vision's powers are density you just need to know that I from the comics i had no idea until you said that in this yeah. podcast i thought he just could phase through shit i'm like all right that's, that's no, what he, has, do. he has the kitty pride density powers yeah because he just makes uh, himself light so it's so that's all like, the same all this time i've been thinking he has like three different powers and it's all the same one power right I he think. has a laser uh, beam in his face and well, he can like different. make himself super hard and that's why when he felt that's why when she pushed him through the ford she took over his density powers and made him super heavy so he fell through the floor into a pit because she was mm-hmm. controlling his powers and, and that's and the, again they never explain it i don't know like vision is just later on later on in the movie when they're fighting at the airport when 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 uh when and just bumps into Ant-Man and like topples him. Yeah. Because he just uh, but, gets but, super but heavy but for a second time, and just get hits him in the understanding chest. That his powers and it, because they don't say it out loud. I get that. Yeah. But it's also confusing. Like how does, how does vibranium become less dense and how does having because a vibranium, vibranium, vibranium can get density anything. powers? Because again, they never actually explain. And this, this is yeah, one thing I've learned vibranium. from Kirk <laughs> Scott. Which is the that that animated science channel on YouTube with the birds? There's one thing I've learned from that is that don't fuck with density because yeah. shit goes wrong fast. Yeah, density yeah. breaks your heart. Y'all remember that? Yeah, show? like like he should he should oh, yeah. he should be exploding and imploding constantly. <laughs> it should there, not be okay. There is a fantastic uh, anime series called Heaven's Design Principle, which is about like a it's about a bunch of angels like overworked angels designing animals and then just like fucking it up, and it's amazing. <laughs> they they do good. They 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 make it. It's it's not like religious as it sounds like they they go like they go to the galapagos islands there's like a a portrait of uh there's a portrait of what's his face uh darwin on the wall darwin. behind every episode so it's like they, they definitely like embrace it but my favorite thing about that show is it, it's like kratz creatures it's just like they they'll like start designing a creature and then there's like there's no way this creature could possibly exist and then it actually is a real creature then <laughs> it's like nice. you know nice. things i didn't know koalas eat their own poop you know it's like it's just like <laughs> Like, koalas are really gross ass cuddly bears like there's shit like sorry it's anyways i'm a little bit depressed to tell you that wandavision gets a six out of ten which is I, technically wait, a what was your score? 
I gave oh I give it a seven. I'm I'm up there with Peter. Yeah. I agree with you entirely too. I I think I think there's faults with this series. I think that uh, I I would tie a lot of it back to just a of just a pretty underwhelming finale, and kind of an underwhelming. I mean I feel like I feel like this show lost. I feel like they lost faith in this show a little bit at some point, and just like it just needed more. And it's weird to say this. This show like either needed to have way less budget or way more budget. Do you know what I mean? Like it's mm. like a it's mm. just in like a weird budget strike zone where it's like you know it's it's still the most budget you ever did or you just but you're just you're still putting these like movie characters in a context where it's like they still don't have like movie budget movie like budget you know i don't know i said budget like 12 times budget 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 meaning budget 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 i'm actually kind of okay with the score of six out of ten to be perfectly honest because that because for mgp that's like our baseline a baseline like we like we recommend it and so and so based on the four of us who are yeah. here, I think having it be like just recommended, it's like watch yeah. it, decide if you yourself enjoy it rather than just out rather than us just outright saying yeah. you should definitely sure. watch this or you should definitely avoid this. It's just if you want to watch it, watch it, see what you think. Look at me and Peter skimming under the fact which that is if Jenna fine, was here, it wouldn't be a base which recommendation. Is fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I will also say it's nice to have a show that uh, I feel like it's the first show since uh, I forgot the name of it. That's how long the last one Game I of watched was Game of, yeah, Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's yeah. the last show since Game of Thrones that feels it like it was a that... monocultural event. It felt yeah. like everybody was on Tiger King. On, it was on yeah. one show. Uh, uh, Tiger, Tiger King was weird, but oh, yes, can we not count right. that yeah. as a monoculture event, please? Just, Dude, so it is. It, 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 it's it's become like a weird quarantine yeah. event now. It's it's got yeah. its own kind of special. Yeah. If, all right, for the, uh, the Movie Gang Podcast, this has been Ben Haworth. Thank y'all, Peter Dancy, Sam Wilson, and Bucky Barnes in two weeks, bitches. I am unbelievably more excited for that. To be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be less complicated. They're gonna blow shit up, and I don't care. It's gonna be a great time, my, guys. My I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. Will be lower <laughs> and good I'm, blowing ups. I might enjoy yeah. more. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure we all will enjoy that more. I just, I have no doubt. Uh, this has also been Trevor Flynn. Bye bye. And I've been your host, Jack Newman. Thank you for listening to the Movie Gang Podcast. Head on over to the Tuscan Shed Media Network. That's the TuscanShed.com. We're going to check out all other podcasts and live stream, including Animania. We're doing, uh, what are we airing this week? I think it's uh, Skate the Infinity. Is it? If you like cute boys on skateboards and a downhill race that's pretty awesome, inspired by JoJo, uh, you, well, fuck me, I got a show for you. <laughs> like, I know, Tater. I was like making eye contact with you. You, you said skateboards going downhill. That sounds like the Disney Channel original movie Brain. Yeah. I'll just watch that. Yeah, no, it is sexy guys into each other skating downhill on skateboards inspired by Jojo. It's it's fantastic. Uh, yeah, go check that out. Skate the Infinity. And then also while you're over there, you can check out other podcasts, including the Pen and Paper Pod, our Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Uh, yeah, we're just completed our arc four of that. So we are on, on to our 32nd episode of season three. Uh, yeah, these motherfuckers are going to magic school where they're going to have a lot of really bad hair Harry Potter puns because I'm, sure all of those I'm bad at naming characters. <laughs> so stay tuned for that. Then while you're over there, check out all our other us uh, on Facebook and Twitter at sorry at the underscore movie underscore gang. I know I gotta fix it. 
I'll work on it. But anyways, check head on over there. Check us out on Twitter and Facebook. Leave us a like, comment, subscribe, blah, 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 blah. From everyone here at the Tuscan Chad Media Network and by extension, the Movie Gang Podcast. Thanks for listening.